Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Wrestling Outside the Ring, where we look at interviews from around the wrestling world each week on this podcast. So, welcome, Danny. Welcome, Lena. Hey. Nice to be here. And I'm Avery. So, welcome, Avery. Thank you. It's not really welcome, but whatever. <laughs> You're not welcome. I'm thinking we should just record our own wrestling promos and play those at the first. That's pretty good. Like what? Yeah. Like we're fighting each other? Maybe. Who who could be the best co-host here? <laughs> Let's get into some brass tacks here. Is that the proper term? It is now. Getting right. down to business. This week we're going to look at WrestleMania 3. Yes. And in particular, Macho Man versus Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Even though this wasn't hyped up to be the biggest match on the card, I think in some ways it's probably the one of the big highlights from the card itself. Oh, absolutely. It could be. I don't remember it. <laughs> Even to this day, it's still considered one of the greatest matches of all time. Yes, like... You know, there's so many, so many wrestlers, famous wrestlers who consider this up there to be one of the greatest. You are right about that. It was such a huge match. Even and I don't even Vince McMahon. I watched an interview with Vince McMahon the other day, uh, talking about this match, saying that it was just magic. You know, it was like that's what. That's what wrestling's all about. Yeah, they put their heart and soul into this one. Just listen to interviews like from outside of this match and like how how much they put into it, how much talking they did to it, making sure every spot was hit correctly, going over it and over it and over it again before the match, and like they had everything written out on like this yellow fool's cap and. I think they had like 45 points that they wanted to hit. So and they oh, it test each other on it. And yeah. So. Oh, it was like. I mean. Yeah, it was like uh, t- hundreds. Like there was like. It was. There was crazy, a crazy amount. There was like 200 and something. Like oh, note okay. for note. Like that Randy Savage had like done up. And it was all him. It was. You know, this match was his. Um, and you don't see him as this great tactician or anything like that, but it's interesting to see that going back and how much he put into it. Oh, yeah. Well, he was, uh, yeah, Randy Savage was a, he was a perfectionist for sure. Anything that he was involved in, it was going to be great or he wasn't doing it. Did he ever fight Mr. Perfect? He, he, he <laughs> what's wrong with that question <laughs> he they were tag team partners at survivor series i don't i don't specifically re- remember a match where macho man fought mr perfect but he teamed up with mr perfect when uh when perfect kind of came back after his injury so that's that's cool and to reference our last episode, is he wood? <laughs> <laughs> He's wood. So, shall we get into this a little bit more? Shall we listen to the interview from Macho Man? Yes. Let's do it. That's what we're here for, aren't we? 
I mean, I'm hoping this interview is as I'm I'm curious to see if it's as choreographs not the word for an interview, but like scripted as or perfect as the matches. We'll see. Uh, you you might be surprised. Macho Man Randy Savage, Sarasota, Florida. Come on in. You're gonna be defending against the dragon, Ricky Steam. But what's the cup for? WrestleMania three, Pontiac, Michigan. Yeah, ninety thousand plus people watching right there. And this is Ricky the Dragon Steamboat's cup of coffee in the big time. Yeah. Cup of coffee in the big time. Because you'll never get closer than now. I am the Intercontinental Heavyweight Champion, and I will remain the Intercontinental Heavyweight Champion. And Jersey Animal Steel on the outside will be no. No factor, yeah. You say no factor. Obviously, he is a factor or you wouldn't even brought it up. Oh, wow. Mr. Sarcasm, yeah. I don't care if you got 23 wrestlers around the outside and it doesn't even matter. No, because I am ready and I will not let this opportunity slip through my fingers. Cup of coffee, man, yeah. Man. Wow, man, freak out. that was that was good oh man he i mean yeah he he's a unit macho man i don't think there was coffee in that cup no definitely (laughs) not maybe there was maybe there might have been maybe he had drank maybe it was spiked with something (laughs) <laughs> LSD yeah. Cocaine Yeah yeah. Maybe a little coke uh, The reason why we originally thought about this podcast Is because of Randy Macho Man Savage Just his over the top theatrics And not just the way he talks But the way he dresses Miss Elizabeth as well Like the whole package like, <laughs> Sounds dirty Well it's not meant to be <laughs> Well, like everything that goes along with it, he's a great wrestler, great promote, great on the microphone, um, awesome all around. So, is he still alive? No, no. I thought he died like ten years ago or something. Yeah, tragic, pretty tragic. He, yeah. yeah, he was a, uh, yeah, he was an amazing talent, super, super good behind the mic and and just a, you know, just an absolute perfectionist in the ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really liked how he said, "Like, this is your one chance." Like, this is the whole thing about the cup of coffee is like, this is all you got. You're only going to be here to enjoy this cup of coffee once and yeah. never see it again. Because I'm the Intercontinental Champion, not the World Champion, the Intercontinental Champion. <laughs> yeah. I didn't quite understand the cup of coffee, but loved it. Yeah. The, yeah, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of with you, Lena. I I you know I just didn't like I I love the promo. Don't get me wrong, but it just it was it was a little weird. Like it just yeah. yeah. Well, it it's meant to say like you're only going to be here long enough to drink one cup of coffee. Like that's all all the time you have here. And that's what I guess Avery's explaining it, but I didn't understand. But yeah, no, but that makes yeah, sense. I didn't then, get, but I yeah. like that it. I didn't get that yeah. from that either. But that makes complete sense. Yeah. yeah. I, I I also liked how Georgie Animal Steel is going to be on the outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, like, it's no bother to him, but he brings it up. And 
I'm willing to bet anything in life, especially my wife, <laughs> that Eminem stole the lyrics all around the outside is from Randy Savage in this interview. Because he doesn't care who's around all around the outside. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, that song. I didn't know what you were talking about. It's good. Yeah. More than likely. <laughs> yeah. I loved the whole look of it. His shirt, the tie-dye, how he turned around <laughs> even. You saw more. Just carrying around a belt is hilarious. Like, not even putting it on. I know. And just slung around his shoulder yeah. i know and it's like not even like opened up so it's like the strap is around his back it's like it's like put together but like just like he's yeah. just like holding it against his <laughs> chest <laughs> yeah and again the sunglasses i wonder i mean it must, how it must many be drugs it must, they were on that yeah, they it, sunglasses. it must be those those hot lights that they had for the the inter- <laughs> interview set yeah, but that seems to be a trend I'm going to see, that wearing sunglasses. You speak about the championship belt. Yes. I was at an event a few years back at, for UFC, and they had a championship belt on display, and you could pick it up and hold it. That thing was heavy. Was it? Huh. Yeah, I was very surprised. So I wonder how heavy these, like, WWE Well, I think they're made of real, like, they're made of real gold, like the ones... You know, like the heavyweight belt and stuff. Oh. I think they're legit. Oh, I didn't realize. I didn't think that. I, <laughs> I thought just you were assumed gonna, it wasn't. I th- really thought you were going to say they were made out of real belts. <laughs> <laughs> it's made with bits of real panther, so you know it's good. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid and we played lawn darts. <laughs> And we would have tournaments and we made these like belts to win and they were made out of like, they were like wrestling belts, but they were made out of cardboard and we would spend like hours trying to make this belt and whoever like would win it when the, like won the tournament got to take the belt. (laughs) But I don't think we ever saved them. So if we had a tournament again, I think we made a new belt. But now that I say that, I'm like, or did we? I've never, I don't think I ever won it. So maybe my cousins like saved it and then. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody has a whole drawer of. Lawn dirt belts at their house somewhere. <laughs> that would be amazing. I should see if my cousins have this. My cousin still lives like he bought the house he grew up in, so maybe. <laughs> that's impressive. <laughs> that is, but yeah, that's when I think of belts, I think of that. My mind goes right back to that. Now, why would George the Animal Steel be on the outside? So, I'm pretty sure this Ooh. has to do with Miss Elizabeth. Oh, so he needed to balance out because she was such a threat. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure she had a she, he had a crush on her. Yeah, that that and the, the, comes to mind like that. They worked uh, they worked that angle in there. Yeah, didn't she? Didn't George the Animal Steel try to kidnap her or something at one point? <laughs> yes, yeah, something like that. That actually seems like I could remember her being carried around can i like slung over someone's shoulder yeah. maybe it's that maybe that was a thing that was done Ma- like, much yeah uh, much probably did that too maybe very protective what was very pr- i remember there was a wedding with her yeah that was macho man like what was her role so so she, she was a she, candy? she was the first lady <laughs> she was the first lady of wrestling that was her like 
the, was she a manager? Yeah, she managed Macho Man. Or, so they were oh, okay. so they were real life husband and wife. Oh. Yeah, they're married huh. like in real life, and so she, you know, life imitating art or art imitating yeah. life. But they uh, they brought her in uh, as his manager. I think probably because hmm. he asked for it, and maybe he wanted wanted her on the road with him or something, but. Um, Some spouses like to hang out together. Yeah, but it ended up not, uh, like, it just, it wasn't good. He was very, very jealous. And, uh, hmm. yeah, <laughs> it wasn't good. He would lock her in the in the dressing room and stuff. <laughs> she wasn't allowed to talk to anybody and stuff. Like in real life yeah. or as part of no, the... No, in real, in oh, okay. real life. Oh, in real life. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not good. Reminds me of a funny Snoop Dogg story that we'll not talk about on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least it's not. It reminds me of the time I locked Lena in the trunk or something. It's like, that's not going there. <laughs> so shall we watch the Ricky the Dragon Steamboat interview? Mm-hmm. I hope there's some sort of cup of liquid. All right, Ricky the yeah. Dragon Steamboat, someone special. George, the animal steel in your corner. However, in my opinion, this could be your last shot at Randy Savage and the Intercontinental title. My last opportunity. Randy Savage, the day has finally come. The minutes, the seconds, we have reached our moment. As you and I climb into the ring, we clash like two titans. But there will only be one winner. One winner, Savage. This dragon is breathing fire. This dragon will scorch your back. I will come away with the championship belt and see new horizons. It is a short promo, but it's a good promo. Mm-hmm. New horizons. Because he just gets his point across so quickly. Yeah. And that look on his face, pretty intense. I feel like they took Ryu from Street Fighter and modeled after him. I, I can see that. What is, where is he from? Like, what is his ethnicity? He's billed from Hawaii. He was born in New York. <laughs> well, yeah. West Point, New York. <laughs> you know. But, yeah, billed from Hawaii. What? Yeah, Honolulu. His, his actual name am I, is Richard Henry Blood Sr.? That, yep, that's correct. With a last name like Blood, why not? Yeah, Ricky Blood. That seems like you should just use that name. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't it? I mean, there's nothing wrong with Steamboat, but Blood is an awesome last name. <laughs> Especially for a wrestler. Oh, so he went by Rick Blood, the Dragon, Richard Blood, Ricky Steamboat, and Sam Steamboat Jr. <laughs> huh. Just kind of wondering. I, I didn't know if, like, the dragon was some sort of thing that I wasn't catching on to. Like, and I think they're playing on his Japanese um, heritage. And what does steamboat and dragon have to do with each other? Like, I heard of a dragon boat. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's not important, but I like to kind of get a feel for what was kind of going on culturally in the 80s. So I found that he, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, wasn't as over the top as R- Macho Man, but he was still like intense. Was, I found him really intense. It was super intense. Yeah, I think it was what was it like thirty seconds long? And Macho's was yeah. like two minutes. I think he got everything across in those thirty seconds that he needed to. I think Macho Man probably just doesn't stop talking at all. 
and he'd probably go on for hours and hours if they let him. Yeah. And I feel Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. <laughs> I couldn't say his, I had to say his whole name. Um, I feel like he's kind of like understated in history. <laughs> but you know, so he only had a 30 second clip, but he was fantastic. And I just like <laughs> feel he didn't have a big name, but I know people that was, he was their favorite wrestler growing up. I know. And, you know yeah. But, I know what you're saying. Like he, you know, he didn't hold many championships. Like, but he had like all those high flying spots, and he he had great a great career where he had lots of wins yeah. and stuff. But he was never like a top guy. Like he never, you yeah, know, he was never like the face of a company because he's only there for a cup of coffee. Exactly. <laughs> That's ex- yeah. <laughs> but I think he like he after the. After this, like, after this match, I think, you know, he was around for a bit longer, and then, like, a couple years longer, and then he left. I think he went to WCW, but then he came back again in, like, the early 90s, maybe, like, 92, 91, 92, as as Ricky the Dragon Steamboat again, but kind of a different look to him, and he breathed fire and stuff when he came out. Okay. That makes sense then to go with the dragon if you're mm-hmm. going to do that. He did mention dragons, but yeah. there. But he didn't he do any of that back then. He, he used to come to the ring with a um, kimono, dra- kimono, kimono dragon. Kimono dragon, yes, that's <laughs> the, he. Ca- he would come to the ring with one of those, oh, yeah. which are pretty intense too. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. I wonder if he ever got in a fight with Jake the Snake's snake. That would be um, terrifying. That would be a see. good pay per view event. That sounds like. Peter would get involved. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure they must have had something like that because there was lots of animals involved around that time. They had the the Komodo dragon. They had uh, the British bulldogs uh, dog. Oh the, yeah, the, I forgot about the dog that. is mistaking me right now. I can't remember the name right now. Um, it was like Beulah or something like that. Um, and then who else? Jake Roberts. Um, so there was at least three animals that would come out to the ring. Yeah. And there the, was there a, was a the parrot. The animal. Oh, Didn't yeah. someone have a Coco, parrot? Um, Coco. Coco. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, so there was lots things of... Things are starting to come back that I... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Coco was on our last yeah. episode. Yeah. yeah. We didn't have a parrot, though. <laughs> no. Well, yeah. So you want to give us a recap of this match? Of this match, I'll let Danny do of that. What you, of what you remembered? Uh, yeah, I remember it being like just fantastic. It was definitely the highlight for me of of WrestleMania three. Um, watching it back, but I don't think anyone expected it to be the big match. Was was Hogan and Andre on this card, and I don't think anyone anyone thought that Macho Man and Ricky Steamboat was going to steal the show. Um, if Macho Man. Or, sorry, if Hogan didn't body slam Andre the Giant, would this have been a bigger spot on the card? It's hard to say. Like, the... When you go... You know, the last thing you remember is typically the last thing you see, like, and... I don't know. This was somewhere in the middle of the card, I think, this match. Um, But everybody... You know, I, I, I've heard stories about all the wrestlers just were, you know, behind the curtain backstage watching watching this match and just 
everybody enthralled with it and uh hmm. you know it was a clinic basically of how you should how you should be building your matches and the, oh, and the okay. storytelling and and stuff like that that was the big part was the you know the st- the storytelling of it all the back and forth and um you know the highs and the lows and stuff like that um and of course Ricky Ricky Steamboat ends up winning the match so I didn't realize yeah. that so he became intercontinental champion yeah he probably drank that coffee and then got some energy <laughs> enough to, to win that match pulled him through yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome well I think that wraps up this episode do you want to do us a count out here Three, two, one. No, ding, it's ding, one, ding, two, ding. three. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> one, two, three. Ding, ding, ding. Thanks, everybody, for listening. <laughs>